Rutherford Issues on News Radio WGNS. Mr. Baseman. Good morning. This is Bill Krause uh, with our little visits uh, on a monthly basis and certainly a great way to bring in the holiday season, both Thanksgiving and Christmas, is to have our guest this morning, uh, Mr. David Coggan, who is the executive director of Barnabas Vision. And Barnabas Vision is one of those organizations, community organizations here in Rutherford County that does so much for so many. It's been in uh, operation just a little over 10 years, celebrating their anniversary last August. And it gives me great, great personal and professional pleasure to introduce to you David Coggan. Thank you. Thank you for having me. David, tell us about a little bit about you and how you got into the uh, world of reaching out to people to help. And a little bit all about David. I like, I like our people to know who their uh, community resources are. Okay. Well, my name is yeah, David Coggan. And for the most part, I grew up here in Murfreesboro. I went to Oakland High School and then Lipscomb University. And then I was working um, at the NHC for a little bit. And then I ended up going on a mission trip to the UK. And I went over there for six months. And I ended up staying over there for 12 years. Wow. Working for a couple of um, churches over there, or three or four. And then about 12 and a half years ago, I moved back. But while I was over in the UK, I met my wife. And both of my sons were born there one in scotland and one in england and so i work with the community and the churches and one of the things about the uk is that they don't have that many church buildings and so coffee shops and different places like that in the community is you know where i worked and so i was just out and about in the community i came back 12 and a half years ago and was working with a local church um, here in uh, murfreesboro and I wanted to just be out in the community, seeing the need, and then feel it. And what was the uh, method, way, spark, enthusiasm, uh, mission, and inspiration that started Barnabas? Oh, um, so you know, so many things. So many people have sparked it, but um, Barnabas' uh, vision and the name Barnabas um, come from the Bible, and Barnabas was named of a person of encouragement he just gave encouragement and so I just wanted to help people but I didn't know exactly like how I wanted to help I just know I want to give encouragement because I think when you get encouragement you can almost accomplish anything no matter you know how bad things are no matter what life throws at you is if you have someone that believe in you they may not have all the answers either but they can help you to the next level and that's really what um you know spark you know sparks may wanted to just encourage you know people and so we have walked life with so many different people um you know we're not necessarily uh you know where we fix but we just try to encourage people and what are some of the primary uh, roles and programs and projects and activities of barnabas vision well, right now, one of our largest program is our homeless prevention program, trying to help people not being homeless um, in the first place. And so we have a homeless prevention where we um, able to help a few people each week um, stay in their homes and, um, and not get evicted. 
I think this, and then we also have a life program, which is Living Intentionally for Eternity, where we try to do a little bit more goal setting and help help them as well. And with all of our programs, we also have some classes, um, coping skills, uh, Bible classes. Occasionally, we have cooking on a budget. Sometimes, especially before COVID, we had the budget class, a mother support group and different things like that and we still do some of our classes and we're hoping in 2022 to get back and do more of our um more of our classes um we also um, still try to stay connected with a few nursing homes COVID has made that harder but sometimes we'll do zoom classes or we'll send worksheets and and cards you have some events and activities coming up for, uh, both for the Thanksgiving and the Christmas holiday. Perhaps you might like to chat about those for a few minutes and how people can help. Okay. Well, today we actually have a coat um, drive um, giveaway from 830 to 11, but that's about to be over. But, um, you know, if you have brand new coats and you want us to give them out to the community, um, please um, contact us, and I'm sure I'll be given the contact information at the end. Great. Um, we got several things. One of the things we have, we call it our Christmas sponsorship um, program, where we various with lots of different community partners um, to make this happen. And our goal, again, is homeless prevention, that we tell people, let us help you with Christmas. You take care of your bills. Don't get in debt over Christmas and let us you know help you and they fill out the form and and the form they they say they're not getting help anywhere else and everything and we try to work with them so they don't go in debt over christmas and so you know we are we partner with the recovery court um on december the 2nd and help that we also are helping a lot of people in the community and we're partnering with mtcs um, to give those out on December the eighth, December the ninth, and then on December the fourteenth, we're working out with the county um, outlets program. And so to say all that, we do need sponsors. And so if you can help donate, my wife Maria, um, she's organizing that program, and you can contact her, and she'll give you a child or a teenager. Uh, or a family um, to support and and she'll give you the list and then you can go shop and then you can bring it to us and then we'll give it out on either December the 9th or December the 14th depending on what group that is. If you were describing a personal relationship or a personal reference to an individual or a family and to put a Identity to a name, not a name, I certainly don't want a name, but a identity to a person. Could you describe some of the uh, folks that you've been dealing with and uh, somewhat put a humanist touch to uh, people in need? Uh, yes. So I hope I answered this oh, you the, did right, fine. the right did way. Fine. But um, so, you know, before COVID, we've seen a lot of people that had um, maybe made some bad decisions over and over again and you know we try to help them we try to give them you know guidance because again i think a lot of people do not have the encouragement i mean i i've been blessed with such a wonderful family and people um, who believe in me and friends doesn't mean i haven't had my share of problems and struggles but i don't know where i would 
would be if it wasn't for those people who believe in me and said that you can do it. So again, that's what we try to do. So we work with a lot of people that did not have that and who made maybe bad decisions. Now, since COVID, we have seen a lot of people who have worked hard all their life and now they're finding themselves in a bind. Um, that maybe their child got sick or had a quarantine and then they had to miss work. And so we're seeing a lot more people who have really worked all their life, you know, struggling. And we're trying to help them. Uh, is it all ages? Is it combination men and women? Is it a particular uh, group of people? Or is it just go over the entire span of humanity? Probably that. Um, it seemed like we go in different different ways. I would say the majority seem quite a bit, or some of the times, a lot of single moms. But we have you know seen men as well. Um, definitely single parents is um, is the one of the common thing. But we've also seen. Um, elderly as well so i think we've seen um people with young children and yeah parents with young children so i don't know if that's 30 and below and then we've also seen a lot of elderly people lately as well i remember in working with the homeless when i was with hark a few years ago uh, we saw a trend of older women who had been uh, mothers and taking care of homes most of their lives. Uh, for some reason or another, the family disappeared, split, and what have you. The woman had not been involved in a job uh, most of her adult life and was basically on the street and became homeless. It was a shock to see the increase in older women, single older women, uh, becoming homeless. And that took a whole different approach and a whole different uh, strategy to assist than the what's believed to be the traditional homeless of a single man between the ages of 18 and 30. Did you find this uh, situation uh, in your outreach? Yes, and similar, like one of our programs that we have that we partner with the Rutherford County is our tax relief program. And that's sort of actually a real small program, but it's also a program that the county has so if they can get on this program they're usually okay the next year so we sort of um, partner and try to help them get to that point and so what we have found is that some of the older older people for example back in the 70s bought a house and property at Sam Ridley for example and then that property has increased so much they owned their home but the property tax and things like that has gone sky high that they didn't have that in their you know budget and then they had come close to maybe losing their home just because that wasn't in in the budget so we tried to help with that and so that's one of the reasons i think you see some of the older people um in that position what you're saying and i uh, hadn't thought of it is that they're tax bill was greater than their mortgage payment uh probably because they paid their mortgage probably years and years right. and years ago and 
And, and the co- cost of living has gone up quite a bit. And there they had equity, but you can't take equity to buy milk and eggs. Right, yes. Uh, probably one of the areas, and you may want to chat about that for a few moments, because encouragement is your motto, encouragement is your word. If you're encouraging a family, can you measure or see the impact of that encouragement on the small children? Because the children are in the environment, we sometimes think, well, we've got to help the parent, whether it's single parent or not. But when we take a look at how it impacts a child of poverty or a child in homelessness or a child in despair, uh, have you seen the success uh, reach to the second generation of children? I guess over my, you know, life, I have, especially when I think of situations when I was in Scotland and England and some of the things we used to do in the community with the children here in Rutherford County, um, you know, we're still a young organization, although, you know, 10 years, but I think I'm beginning to see some of the benefits, you know, that the kids can get um, because it's not just about helping the parents, it's about helping the family, but when you keep them in a place to stay that is stability and from going from one place or another and i think the more stability a child has is good Um, a child needs to have a place that they call home and and stay home so i i think you know when you help the parents you're also helping um helping the kids and you just want to sort of connect with them and help them to the next level and when you talk about a child and again, this certainly goes within your mission. You want the child to believe that tomorrow will be bright, tomorrow will be wonderful, right. tomorrow has opportunity, tomorrow is a future. Right. And and I think, you know, in our work, sometimes it's so hard to evaluate. Um, and that's why we try to encourage and I try to let God do, you know, the rest. And sometimes you don't see the benefit. We want to see things change automatically but sometimes it takes um a little while as as well and so you know i got several situations where we've helped people and then a couple years later we run and we see them they're working somewhere in the community and we're like you know that's that's great and that's um good um trying not to give too much details but you know a situation this was a couple years ago my wife called and said hey we have a problem in our garage there's a leak and she said do you want what do you think we should do do you think we should call somebody to fix it and i said yes because i'm not going to fix it (laughs) i understand i'm not that smart and so we called somebody um out the company and they sent someone and it was later in the evening and i was actually home and I went out and they said a lot need to be replacing and I'm like okay I guess we need to do it um, and I went back in and he saw one of our Barnabas Vision sign and wow. he and he says something to my wife do you know those people at Barnabas Vision and she said yes and he said well they helped me out a couple years ago and right before I got this job and everything and they prayed and they helped us a couple of times and now he's working doing doing good and i've seen in you know been in several shops and i've seen people where we have helped and they are working and and they're doing good now that's that's the rewards you see when you see the 
outcome of your efforts. Let's talk about Barnum's vision. You're located where? Uh, 141 MTCS Road. All right, up in the northwest uh, area of uh, town. And your telephone number for people who would like to call, assist, support, volunteer? 615-556-5134. One more time. 615-556-5134. And you know what's kind of interesting? We always think of those in need generally around the holidays and generally between Thanksgiving and Christmas, but you're year round. Uh, uh, misery and problems and discouragement uh, is a 12 month uh, operation, not a one month or two week operation. Uh, so you are throughout the year on different programs and projects assisting. Uh, it was interesting that you had your coat day today uh, when last night, I think, or tonight is going to be the coldest night <laughs> in months. So what timing could be better? Uh, and as you, when you left the facility, were people donating coats? Uh, yes. Um, yes, they were. No, we were giving them out this morning. Uh, giving them out. That, and, uh, you know, and you see somebody putting on a coat, and it's certainly... I think tonight did I hear or tomorrow's temperature may be as low in the teens. I understand it's going to be pretty it, cold. It may. I went walking this morning and it was 27 at 6 o'clock. <laughs> Were you walking quickly? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, in uh, concluding comments, uh, if you wanted uh, our people in Rutherford County to have a certain image of what Barnabas' vision is, because vision is in the vision is a view, but to have an image of that view, what would you want people to take away uh, about what they should know and believe and have faith in Barnabas' vision? That we just want to encourage people in the community, and we do do that in various ways with our homeless prevention program, life program. Um, what I want people to take away is that really Barnabas vision and when you're part of Barnabas vision you're being a friend to the community uh, one of the one of the side negatives of COVID-19 these last two years is the fact that people have had to wear masks and cannot smile to other people and how do you you know give a smile to someone else a greeting that you really care that you really have love for other people but uh have we learned to smile with our eyes because we can't smile yeah. with our mouth yes yeah with your eyes and also thumbs up and and uh you know are you encouraging all people not just those who are in the family of barnabas vision but all people to reach out to others, uh, whether it's a family member you haven't spoken to for a period of time, a friend who you've lost contact yeah. with, a person who is in the hospital or in a uh, uh, retirement home. Uh, the reach out to be encouraging, stressing the word encouraging. And uh, I guess I could probably put in a vision of Barnabas uh, a big capital E for encouragement and the encouragement of who you are, where you are, and what you're doing. Uh, where do you see Barnabas 10 years from today when we meet here 10 years from today to talk? Hopefully continuing to meet the needs in the community. And I will invite people to say if you see needs, I'm not saying I can help, but I'm not saying that we can meet every need, but please um, share those needs. And like I said, we want to meet the needs that are out there. That's how every one of our programs have started 
is my vision was to help and then God put things like our homeless prevention and different things like that but we just want to help people in need so you said something very important a few minutes ago about you know what we do about this time of year and just encouraging one another I teach a class sometimes on Wednesday Tuesday afternoon and we look at the book of James where it says consider my pure my brothers and sisters when we face trials of many kinds and the thing that I try to tell the people that come to that class is we all have trials my trials might be different than yours and your trials may be different than others and you know some of it's financially some of it's medically some of it's relationship and and the list can go on and on and so we need one another and we need to encourage one another and not say hey life is so bad but hey you can do it you can overcome and i think when we can encourage one another you will see people will get better and you'll see even the homeless um problem that we have in rutherford county will be better when we help with the wholeness of the individual Thank you, David Goggin. God bless you. God bless your work. And we are so grateful to you and Barnabas Vision. Thank you.